0: Good morning Packers fans, Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Thursday, it's day three of the NFL Combine. We've got offensive linemen speaking to the media. We've got wide receivers, quarterbacks, and I think tight ends going to be hitting up the bench press here in a little bit. Um, But in the meantime, it's of course time to talk to you fine folks, Packers fans worldwide. This is what we do here. We're devoted to you folks across the globe, loving the green and gold. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Good morning to everybody in the comments section. And of course, shout out to Big B. What's up, Big B? Hope you're doing well. Um, speaking of shout outs, big humongous shout out to Rick and Ann here in Indianapolis. Um, had a lovely time last night meeting a bunch of fine folks from the area. Um, a couple of media members stopped by. It was a lot of fun. Um, thank you to everybody who showed up. We had a ball talking all things Packers and other stuff too. But, um, and, Uh, just so great to hear people, how they come not only to the Packers, but cheesehead TV and how they discovered the site and discovered the channel, whatever, um, really means a lot. So thank you. And especially to Rick and Ann for putting it together. Um, like I said, it was a ton of fun last night. Um. Ed, we're going to start us off with a super chat. What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Shout out to everyone in the Lake Tomahawk area. Family vacations there in the 60s saved me from a lifetime of bear fandom. (laughs) Seriously, so very grateful for whatever they put in the water. I love that. See, this is what I'm talking about. How we arrive at fandom. That's phenomenal. Shout out, Lake Tomahawk. Well done. Um, Mark, thank you for the super chat. Guys, do not fall into this wide receiver trap. Look, man, people can be excited about the possibility of the Packers drafting a wide receiver. I think they will at some point, but I don't think it's going to be at 28. I don't think it's going to be enough on the first day. Now, could they? Sure, absolutely. No doubt about it. But just because they don't eventually doesn't mean that they aren't going to add a guy, and it doesn't mean that whoever they add won't be valuable and be able to contribute, especially long-term. I, I think the Packers' track record at this point, at this position, should give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, they've done a pretty good job of finding them in the draft, wherever they find them in the draft. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you, Mark. Jeff, thanks for the super chat. I keep reading comments that Rogers is taking too long. To be fair, none of us knows what is going on behind closed doors. Yeah, hundred percent. I- I'm with you. Man, I've you know, I get the frustration in the sense of we live in a day to day world, hell an hour to hour world with social media. So it does uh, lend itself to people come on, you know, give us a resolution here. You're taking too long. Like, I understand that kind of feeling from fans. But you're absolutely right. We, A, have no idea what the process he's going through is or what decisions he's weighing, what have you. But also, it's just, it's not that long. For the idea of deciding to come back and put yourself through what he's got to go through, and that's what Brian was alluding to the other day, um, just getting ready for the season is a long, arduous process, let alone the actual season itself. Um, and then committing to maybe two or three more of those, possibly. Um, yeah, I don't think it's taking long at all. I do think he's got to, uh, not got to, but he should honor what he talked about in regards to timelines for the Packers and how they you know, really can't start their plan or building their roster and what they how they want to go about it until they get a decision from him. And obviously that deadline is March 16th. So I still think he gets something done by the 8th, but we will see. We will see. Dawson, thanks for the super chat. Over, under, and how many adult beverages Nags took down last night? I'm going 5.5. Nags? Also, I got ticks to see Blondie and the Damned in Chicago. Oh, my God. That's a bill right there. Dude, now I'm jealous. That's awesome. Uh, I would definitely take the over. That's all I'm going to say about that. hmm Krista. I've been here since the crooked lamp days wow that's a callback right there those of you don't know when I was first on the beat doing like Facebook chats I did them from my bedroom in Astoria and in the corner there was this lamp that was always just a little bit off just a little the shade was always a little crooked Krista that's a serious callback pack dat what's up thanks for the super chat with potential uh, D.A. deal and Jefferson Lamb chase probably getting bigger deals in the future. Could wide receiver become a premium position in the draft? Depends on the team, you know, and look, there's no doubt that some teams value um, that position a little bit more than the Packers do as far as, you know, Um, w- it's worth to the football team and comparative to other positions like the Packers. Clearly, it's pass rushers, corners. Um, offensive linemen are the the real big three for the pack. Um, the, the other teams approach it differently, but I don't think the way you know, Devontae's deal ends up getting done, or the big deals that are probably coming down the pike, I don't think that matters much in the sense of valuing the position itself. You know, like the players are worth what they're worth, but um, your philosophy of how you play football and how you construct a roster most likely isn't going to be affected by that. I mean, maybe there's an outlier there, but I doubt it. Ron, thanks for the super chat. Hit the like button. Dogs are expensive. <laughs> thanks, Ron. Thanks a lot. Um Nags, is harder for beat reporters to ask hard pointed questions because it might ruin a relationship. Is it easier to ask hard questions when interviewing opposing teams? That's a good question, Dell. I guess it all depends on the reporter, right? And what you're trying to accomplish. Um, There's no question you have to like tread a line there. And I have circled back with Matt. uh, I did it this past year after the Bears game, the first Bears game. And if you find it, there's, um, I asked him about this use, the use of so much spread. And you can tell in the questioning that I'm, I'm upset about it. Like, and there's no place for that. I reached out later and apologized because I was like, look, you know, I, occupy a very unique position in the kind of landscape of the media. And I let my fan side come out there and that's, you know, your availability, Matt's availability is not the place for that. So yeah, you're always kind of balancing, you know, what you want to ask or what you want to get to. I think most guys, not all of them, but most guys, whether it's a coach or a player are really fine. As long as you're rooted in some kind of truth that the tape can, you can put on the tape and see it, you know, they're totally fine answering if it's a hard question. I mean, even if it's like decision-making like a quarterback, like Aaron, I think is really good at immediately coming up. Like he did it after the playoff game. He said, yeah, you know, that, that shot to Devante, I definitely should have hit Lazard and that's going to weigh on, you know? So I think most guys are fine. As long as you're rooted in some kind of, you know, truth that can be seen on the tape and blah, blah, blah. It's when people, Try to play gotcha and things like that. That's where guys, I think, get pissed. Or when I know for a fact that there are guys in the locker room that have gotten upset with reporters because they have like reached out to family members or things like that, especially without asking first. And I think you know when you start to go down that road, then guys get closed off and they don't want to talk to you. Um, but yeah, I think it's hard. It, it can be difficult if you're gonna ask a quote hard question. But as long as that's again rooted in some kind of truth, I think most 99% of the dudes are fine. Uh, Kevin, thanks for the super chat Will we have Sunday ticket or Pay-per-view in 2022 Also might relocate from Chicago to Arizona Like the Cardinals because the Bears still suck Um, I don't know what's going on With Sunday ticket, I haven't needed it For so long, I've kind of lost track But I know, I think the last I saw I think um, What is it uh, Apple was getting in on Possibly buying the rights for Sunday ticket So I don't know if that's been resolved Or not, but yeah, I haven't needed it for a while, so I'm not quite sure, Kevin. I'm sorry. A couple of years ago, I could, I would have I known everything about it because I was totally beholden to it, but I don't utilize it much anymore. Marcus, thanks for the Super Chat. Good morning, Nags. In your opinion, do you think with the new special teams hire, it will change how they look for traits in players in later rounds? But Brian touched on that a little bit. Um, I think it possibly could. I think I'm interested to see if they, you know, how much input Basaccia is allowed to have in that regard. I think more than traits, I think it's types of players that that you want to utilize on teams. I mean, you know, McDuffie last year is a perfect example. And that's a guy who needs to be playing on teams. You know, um, they need more of those types. And you know, I'm not so sure it's traits. I just think it's like, you need more linebacker bodies, you know, or at least ends that can move. I just think they, they've, uh, they've got to kind of look at everything. I mean, traits is part of it. No doubt about it. But also like, How are you making roster decisions? Who are you letting go? Like, I just saw Joe Thomas was signed by the Bears. Packers legend Joe Thomas. Um, You know, I understood he, he wasn't the greatest backer. He was a backup for a reason, but he was a good special teams player. You know, the idea of letting moving on from him because you were trying to get some young guy, probably with traits, on your roster, maybe those are decisions you need to rethink. Maybe place a little bit more value on those bottom of the roster special teams standouts. I think it all comes into play. I think no stone should be unturned in that regard. Uh, Carl, thanks for the super chat. Good morning, Nags. You need a portable throwback Packers team poster for travel purposes. I missed those mugs. (laughs) Nice. Uh, That'd be fun, right? Mm. Get myself a little cheesehead TV step and repeat. That'd be a good time. Accidental hero, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. She said, TV throwback day? Crooked lamp and mustache? Puppy chow fun. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a long off season. Anything is possible. Marshall, thank you for the super chat. If Green Bay gets the draft in 2024, will you be in attendance? Oh, hell yes. Are you kidding? You couldn't keep me away. Yes, I will definitely be there. John, thank you for the super chat. Great meeting you last night. Had a blast the short time I was there being able to meet other fans of the green and gold in Indy. Go Pack Go. John, thank you so much for showing up um it was so cool to meet so many people who like I said come at the team in a different way but all kind of are connected through TV. so cool and John thank you so much thanks for stopping by um having said that about special teams Burke stay around you know Steve that's always been kind of my contention but I think he really kind of took, took a step a bit of a step back last year on special teams I would not be surprised if they moved on and tried to improve there. Um, but if they're, you know, if he has value, that is it. There's no question about it. Why can't the offensive line stay in for, where is it? For a field goal or extra points, especially for special teams needed in this case, except the center. Um, coaches will give you a long litany of reasons, but it is a bit more specialized and what they're being asked to do. But yeah, it's a mystery. I think it's one of those things where coaches have disappeared into the ether and convince themselves that they're, they have to get these guys off for that play. It's a fun question for Basaccia this summer. David asks, will Devontae get a long-term deal? Yes. Chris, thanks for the super chat. Cough, like Jeff Janis, Cough. special teams, is one-third of the game. Janis is a perfect example. I mean, say what you want about his ability as a receiver, but he was a fucking star as a gunner. I mean, that alone made him valuable. And I get, again, moving on, trying to improve at, at your wide receiver spot, you know, your depth chart there, but you lost something when you lost Janice as a gunner. And if you do this, and like you can look at Joe Thomas, the, the Jeff Janus, etc. These are all isolated things, but, you know, you keep operating that way. You're never going to build anything on teams. So, yeah, I think Janice is another great example there. Walter, thanks for the super chat. Why do people say cornerback is still a position of need? Oh, because it is always is, especially in this day and age where things are spread out and you never know when you're going to have to suddenly find yourself against a team running three, four wide outs, and then a tight end goes split out. And then all of a sudden you're in five wide and your dime package has to be able to hold up. I think safety and corner are both needs. Look, I understand everyone's like, just sign Razul and you're back. Well, that's going to cost money, right? Probably a good chunk of change. The key to this team right now is finding talented, cheap labor for their depth. And where do you do that? You do that in the draft. You're going to re-sign Jair, no doubt about it. You found a stud in Stokes. He's had a really good rookie year. Hopefully, continues, only gets better, right? Past that, you know, Russell, hopefully. But he's no, that's no given. And even if he does return, what kind of deal is he going to get, et cetera? Like, you never want to stop replenishing that position, ever. And that's why the Packers continually take so many of them. You have, in this day and age especially, um, one injury, and all of a sudden you're, you're running out there with Chandon Sullivan as you're, you know, or go back in the day, you're running out there with, you know, Ladarius Gunter at number one. Never, ever, ever stop taking corners. Ever. It's a perennial, always a need. Always. 100%. What else we got? Callum, good morning. Can the Packers find a number one draft pick? You better believe they can. They will. They'll find somebody. They'll take him. And we're all going to have a ball. Actually, the Twitter will probably melt down and hate the pick, whoever it is. So be ready for that. <laughs> Sean. If the Packers are in salary cap trouble, say beer twice. I don't think they are. Are they kicking the can? Yeah. Will they get there eventually? Probably. But right now? They've got a plan. I'm pretty confident they're going to execute it and be okay. So, uh, beer. Only once. If Crosby is not with the team next year, how much does that rock the boat? I don't think it rocks it much, actually. Um, obviously, he's very good friends with Aaron. As we all know, Aaron is the straw that serves the drink. But, you know, it's it is a business. And people know at some point they're going to have to move on. And he is making a decent amount of coin for a kicker. And they've clearly brought in competition. Maybe he gets a chance to compete for the job in camp and they actually hold three kickers through the offseason. I'd be very surprised if that were the case. But at some point, it ain't show friends. It's show business. And everybody inside that locker room knows it. You know, so it would have rock the boat a little bit? Probably. It'd be a moment. I'll, I'll definitely give it that. But I think most of these guys are, Grown ups and understand you know time waits for no one uh, da, 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 da. can't wait to drink the entire draft for them to trade the pick hope not john we joke about that every year and then thankfully it hasn't happened a whole lot but yeah that is always the fear especially like when we're doing our live show like we're there for three hours and then the packers don't pick awesome would I trust Love as QB1? Absolutely, 1,000%. Here's what people don't get, all right? this the, People think that I'm like, they got to get Love on the field, and that is not it at all. I mean, I think he has to play to improve and become a better quarterback and continue to develop. There comes a time with, as a quarterback, you just need to play. Um, but if Jordan Love is the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, You have set, you have turned a page and become a very different football team and your expectations are very different. Obviously, you go from Super Bowl contender to, you know, they don't want to call it a rebuild or whatever, but you have started developing a young quarterback. People forget the Packers won six games Rodgers' first year as a starter. And that was his fourth year in the league. You know, how he played, whatever. Those are facts. That was a new era. You turn to Jordan. It's a new era. Yes. Correct. You're going to be fighting to try and make the playoffs as you build your young quarterback. Look, and I understand it's a win now world and the Rams just did it and they, they traded everything away and won a super bowl. And you know, Packers fans have been, you know, desperate to get back there. And they they feel like they're so close. And clearly the team feels like they're so close. So they're just going to keep kicking that can, keep this band together, try and get to that Super Bowl. And I understand that. But my point as a fan is, like, if they turn to Jordan Love, I get what's going on. All right, now it's time for the next chapter. This team is 100 years old, over 100 years old. And they've done a pretty remarkable job since the early 90s of making sure that these windows are healthy and that they move on when it's time. I feel like it's time. Clearly they don't. So, but yeah, that's a long way of saying, yeah, absolutely. Jordan comes in there, you adjust the expectations and away you go. I've uh, got a couple more super chats here. I don't want to miss any. People get so upset. Um, Dave, thanks for the super chat. Did Meyer show enough that you are confident he is the center for the foreseeable future or is centered depth a sneaky need? It's interesting because I think the depth part of it is, is, um, you know, is Lucas Patrick still around? He obviously filled in admirably, but I would be very, very surprised if they, they looked to center in the draft. Um, yeah, I think Myers had a lot of promise. Do I think he's arrived? No, still got a lot to work on, but yeah, I think he's very clearly their long-term starter, you know, as long as he's healthy and he seems to be, um, I think, yeah, he, he showed them what they were expecting, and I think he's going to improve. And got to think that first year was tough having to sit on the sideline for so long. But, man, you know, they say about uh, the second-year players taking that big jump. I think we're going to see that from Myers. No doubt about it. Big Cheese, thanks for the super chat. Hey, I forgot. Do drills start today? Tonight, yes. Um, the bench press is actually starting. I think the bench press just started right now as we're talking. But, um, yeah, the running and stuff starts tonight. When am I doing? A mock draft, uh, Ben? Never, never doing a mock draft. I did my mock drafts, but fun, funnily enough, I, I remember doing a mock draft when I was on the beat at Green Bay Press Gazette, and I didn't have Josh Jackson in the first round, and I got hate. I'm talking hate mail because of it. Oh, and look, Josh Jackson didn't go in the first round. Samuel, thanks for the super chat. How to get love on the field next season? Blow a bunch of teams out of the water. There you go. Yeah, definitely not. Like, you know, don't want it like New Orleans in week one. No, no, no. We want him, you know, end of the game where the Packers have blown them out. I feel you. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out talking Packers each and every day right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Thank you so much. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide.